welcome to Universal Wink. I'm Wynne Thornley. In this episode, I'm going to share with you my personal Halloween rituals. Ah, Halloween. This is my favorite time of year. I mean, everybody can agree that in around Halloween, everything gets a little more denser, gets a little more heavier, gets a little more dark and mysterious and magical. Everybody agrees. Halloween is a time where I feel at my most normal because it's always been an acceptable time to talk about the supernatural, the paranormal, and the things that go bump in the night. And as a child, I was always drawn to that stuff. I was always seeking out books on haunted houses, mysterious places, superstitions, cryptozoology. And I even remember this from being in elementary school between, you know, maybe starting in grade five, six, really seeking out these subjects. But I didn't really find a clique of people where it was always acceptable to talk about that side of life. So when Halloween rolled around, that's when I felt completely comfortable in my skin because everybody else was a little more easy and relaxed around those darker, more uncomfortable subjects. So as an adult, uh, in around my teens, I really became fascinated and obsessed with also darker subjects within my entertainment watching. And anybody who knows me knows that I am a horror movie, supernatural, paranormal, anything spooky and scary and dark and thriller. Like I am a nerd and a geek all about that. I love Anything that makes me feel like I want to be at the edge of my seat or makes me feel a little uncomfortable. I have watched some horror movies, guys, that you cannot unsee. And I'm kind of like, where does a badge, right? So uh, I did that a lot through my teens and into my 20s. So I really used Halloween as an excuse to amp it up and really, I used to call it Hello Week. So Hello Week was a time where I could start watching all the horror movies all the time, all the spooky shows. So I really, that's how I used my Halloween in the past. I would dress up and go to all of these parties and bars downtown and just enjoy everybody's weird and wonderfulness and the energy of what, you know, this time of year brings. Now, as, as I've grown uh, and developed my spirituality and my personal development growth, In the last 10 years, Halloween has changed for me, especially since I had a child and now our Halloweens are run a little bit more kid-friendly. And I mean, I got to tell you, I'm super lucky. My son is a total uh, paranormal, supernatural geek as well. So we get to really share this holiday because he enjoys dressing up. He enjoys going to see spooky things. So after he's done uh, ringing getting in all of this chocolate and candy and trick-or-treating. After that's all over, we're going to settle in and watch something a little bit dark and spooky tonight. It'll be fun. But what's ended up happening with my regular ritual of getting dressed up, going out with a bunch of friends and spending the night on the town with all the weird and wonderful people out there is I've kind of more gone inside and used the energy of Halloween in a different way. And... As I began to really build my spiritual development, personal development, and Reiki development, one of my personal rituals around this time is to really take a look at the shadow side of myself. 
those bits and parts and compartments that are part of me that I don't like to look at that make me feel uncomfortable or I just know it's time for something to shift, change or heal in that area. So I use this kind of thicker, heavier energy to expose that side within some really deep meditation techniques and some of the self-care routine that I do. I try to push myself in order to release all that so that when I come into the cold, dark winter, I'm not carrying extra baggage that's going to make that journey that much more difficult. We have to remember when we are in... Uh, in the Western world here, we do experience all four seasons, especially where I live. I live in Canada, so I experience all four seasons. And we take energetically that opportunity when each season closes and another one opens. We take that opportunity to look at parts of ourselves that we can shed with that season so that we can move into the next with greater vitality, energetic levels, and potency, Okay. So now my ritual around this time of year is more about going into deep meditation, a little bit of hibernation, and a little bit, well, more like a lot of bit of self-examination and seeing where I'm willing to let go in the face of fear so that I can move forward with greater strength, vitality, and potency. So it's not a huge ritual. I know that there's a lot of people out there who really enjoy the physical ritual. They like to have all the things around them, the candles, the burning off of messages. You know, I'm definitely called to do that kind of ritual and ceremony from time to time. But my main jam for ritual and ceremony is going within and deep within through meditation. That's how I really get to my nuggets. So I encourage you to do what it is that where you can get to those nuggets quicker. If you like that physical ceremony, then put her together and you know, get her done because however it works for you and whatever your jam is, go for it. For me, I like to go in deep in around Halloween. And instead of it being Halloween and me watching scary, terrifying content all week or even all year anymore, I save it to watching a couple of horror movies or something spooky on Halloween with my son. You know, because the verbiage is true when they say you are what you eat, you are what you read. You are what you listen to. You are what you watch. And when I really reflect back on those times when I was super obsessed and fully in the community of horror and paranormal and supernatural, before I learned in depth about the world of energy, I do notice at that time I was an angrier person. I was a more anxious person. I was was definitely more of a victim I was able to blame an outside source instead of looking at myself I always had these irrational fears always feeling like I'm being watched it leads to that anxiety and I really think boy think about all that content that I used to watch it was really validated when uh, we went to Universal Studios last year and my son wanted to go into the walking dead quote unquote ride and I mean it's all live actors through there so when everybody was starting to figure out it was all live actors there started to be this buildup of anxiety in the room and I'm already really empathic guys so when that anxiety started to build 
I then started to get anxious too and feeling like I don't want to be in here. I want to get going. I got a little impatient with my family. And then I remembered, oh, wait, okay, yes, I'm picking up on everything else around me. So I used some of my tools in order to fill my aura and block that energy, just deflect it, right? So that I could enjoy that experience. And I tell you, it was fun. I was scared. So when I really thought about that time at the walking in the Walking Dead exhibit, it reminded me of how I lived a lot of my 20s and how now I feel good about restricting watching a lot of that content. A lot of the time I restrict it more to small little cluster watches throughout the year and Halloween happens to be one of those times a year that I get to indulge on my guilty pleasure of 80s slasher flicks and ghost stories and all things spooky. So that's how I'll be spending my evening tonight. Now I'm going to extend a questioning out to you. What do you like to do in around Halloween? Do you have a particular ritual? Is there something spiritual that you like to do? Or is it all about having fun and getting caught up in the weird and wonderfulness that Halloween is? Let me know. As I get into the closing comments, I'm going to give you all the information you need to know in order to share your story with me. Let's create a bit of a conversation. The episode's not over yet. I want you to hang around to the end because I'm just about to tell you about that time I spent Halloween in New Orleans. But for now, I wanted to thank some brand new Patreons for coming aboard in October and joining my Soul Remedy membership. I would like to thank Sarah Cesarak. I would like to thank Jessica Hughes. And I would like to thank Michelle Sybin for coming along and making this healing time for yourself. By you joining my Patreon membership group, it allows me to start to offer bonus content at a price that's affordable for everybody. So if you want to start to join the conversation about intuitive living, go check out my Patreon and search Win Souls Remedy to find out about the different tiers you can be part of. Thanks so much, new Patreons. I look forward to having our Zoom rooms next month. Did I ever tell you about that time I went to New Orleans during Halloween? Well, buckle up. I'm going to talk a little bit about that now. So I'd been to New Orleans once before, uh, before this trip that I went in uh, October of 2012 with a good friend of mine. I had gone the previous year with another really good friend of mine. She had introduced me to New Orleans through, uh, she got really lucky in a contest and she took me on a trip with her. It was so fantastic. I was so blessed and so grateful And we had a really interesting time and saw all the things. It was a great trip. I really fell in love with New Orleans the first time I went down there in 2011. It was April. Everything was coming into bloom. We had seen the light sides, the dark sides, the swamp sides, the food sides. It was a really great eye-opening trip. It really showed, showed me where I was at in my life. And the first time I went to New Orleans... I was definitely more riddled with anxiety and irrational fears. So when the opportunity uh, came again, I really jumped on it. Uh, When a friend of mine had heard I had been to New Orleans in the April, she started to really talk to me about going the following year for Halloween. And it was a time in my life where I had to jump on the opportunity and just say yes. So I said yes, and we made it happen. 
and we had decided to go from uh, kind of the end of October, the 24th-ish to November 1st or 2nd. I can't remember which day we flew back, but we really wanted to feel the gravity of New Orleans during the most magical, mystical time of the year. So we did it. And I can tell you the energy of New Orleans the second time I went versus the first time I went was like day and night. The first time I went, it was a really wonderful time of year because the city was very slow. It was in between all of their huge festivals. And I'm so grateful that that's the time that we had went considering this was before I had learned Reiki or anything. I had no control over my energy and I honestly... Uh, send out big love to my travel mate because I couldn't imagine what it was like to travel with me at that time. Just wetting the, wetting the lips there. So the second time I went, I had actually taken Reiki, my first level, a month before we went. I remember my Reiki master saying, oh, you should take it. And then I got into... um the state of fear saying, oh, it just seems like a lot before I go. I won't be able to study. I won't be able to uh, do all the things. And she said, come on, Wynn. Like, it would be more beneficial for you to get it before you go so you have tools while you're down there. And I said, okay. So I jumped in with both feet and took my Reiki before we went down, which was wonderful because it allowed me to understand a little bit more of the energy I was feeling around me. So the gal that I went down uh, to New Orleans with uh, in October of 2012 is also somebody who loves all things supernatural, spooky, paranormal, ghost stories. You know, we, we talk about the ghost hunter shows and all the things, all the things. Uh, and she was really connected to the voodoo uh, story with Madame Laveau. And, you know, we made the point of going to see her grave, which was fantastic. I saw it two years in a row. So I really got to take a good look at, uh, at it. If you don't know much about voodoo or the voodoo queen that I just mentioned, I implore you, I invite you, I ask you nicely, go and do a little bit of research on Madame Laveau. It is a fascinating story. There's some podcasts about her. I know there was an American horror story uh, season dedicated to her as part of the storyline. That's fiction. A lot of it is really, you know, it's expanded in nature so that it's entertainment. But wow, still close. This woman, spooky woman, spooky, spooky woman about, or I'm thinking of like Madame LaLaurier. That's right, because we also saw the LaLaurier house. Now look at those two names. Madame LaLaurier, she was a socialite in New Orleans. And then Madame Laveau, who was a voodoo queen. Take a look at those names because I could spend whole other podcast episodes talking about each of those women. Fantastic, creepy crazy, crazy stories about those two women, especially about Madame LaLaurier. So uh, I move forward. So uh, me and my friend had ended up getting a great hotel. We were at um, this great hotel in in the French Quarter, and we had gotten almost like a suite-style room. It was everything that we touched felt like it turned into gold. The only thing that was a little bit off was... Hurricane Sandy was busy working its way up the East Coast at that time during our trip. So it was very chilly 
And we had to buy extra garments like socks because we just didn't pack any with us. We didn't expect this hurricane to be blowing in. But we were grateful um, that nobody, you know, it shut down New York and we got to see all that on the news. The American news really was an eye opener for us. Oh, the fear they drive, you know, but the one thing about being in the city for, uh, in New Orleans for Halloween is the one thing we were told by a lot of the people that we were communing with and creating conversation with while we were down there is that it's just as busy, if not busier than Mardi Gras. The music was everywhere. I mean, it was the first time I was there, but it was definitely more rich and you can really, you could really feel it through the streets when we were there in, at Halloween. People were dressing up all week long. On the night of Halloween, me and my friend got to experience that, that iconic Mardi Gras feel parade going through all of the streets of the French Quarter. We had beads thrown at us. We walked around with our own masks. Uh, you know, the everybody was so friendly. We were all taking selfies together. We were just enjoying everybody's company and feeling at one. It really felt like we were all just one. And the the music was intense and everybody was so happy. And the it just felt like a carnival in the middle of the night. It was a really fantastic experience. And, you know, even during the day, there just seemed to be extra magic in the air. There was a couple of things where... We just found ourselves wandering into the actual restaurant beside the restaurant we were going to check out. I remember one of our days we decided we were going to go check out this one place for oysters. My one girlfriend is right into oysters. I know nothing about them. I think I even ended up getting crawfish. But we ended up in one of the... We wanted to go to this one. It's between Acme's and Felix. And you guys, I, I can't remember which one they were because... I just remember the one we were going to go to that was the most popular and must-go-to destinations had a lineup bigger than our appetite was willing to sit through. So we ended up going to the next one down the road, and the experience was amazing. Oh, that was... I remember having the best gumbo. Like, I feel like I want to say this was Felix's that we went into. I had a deep-fried crawfish probably an oyster po' boy with some gumbo and oh happy girl happy girl I just remember the food down there feeling like it was just like had two sprinkles of love in it all the flavors were enhanced and you know and then we ended up wandering into this beautiful little gem shop called earth odysseys and we had to go back twice because there was so much beautiful jewelry in there and wonderful welcoming energy that was also magical at the same time. And that's what our whole trip felt like, that we were just taken from one magical spot to the next. We ended up going into a lot of holes in the wall and it was a really fun experience. With It also to us felt like we were just going back home. We were just visiting the stores we would visit if we lived there. The thrift stores, the vintage stores, the magic stores. We just ended up wandering into what felt like home. And it was a really awesome experience. Both times I went to New Orleans were were amazing. I feel like that, how some people say I go to Vegas every year. I always say I could go to New Orleans every year. There's always something new to find, but it's like putting on old leather shoes for me. And I know that in my spiritual practice, I've also done past life work 
where New Orleans was attached to the story. So for me, getting to experience Halloween and all of that beautiful, luscious, dense Halloween energy, I felt like what a perfect place to spend it. And I'd like to do that again one day. I will share one thing that I found was spooky while we were there. Now, it was wonderful having my Reiki because I didn't experience much anxiety when I was down there. And, you know, I did travel with somebody who's a very good travel partner for me. We're very relaxed travelers, never in a rush. So it was very nice that way. Um, But, you know, we had a separate vanity room and bathroom that was closed off by a wall and a door. The one thing I'm going to leave you with is every single morning, whether we close that door or not, it was open every morning. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I felt like somebody was looking at us from behind that door. So I'm going to leave you with that and wish you a spooky and delicious Halloween. I hope that you enjoy this Halloween season and you have a really good and safe time out with your ghouls and goblins that are close to you. Thank you once again for popping by this episode and hanging out with me. I really appreciate being here. If you'd like to learn more about what it is that I do and uh, learning opportunities, feel free to check out my website at www.windssoulremedies.com. Within the pages, you can also find out how to join my Patreon and become part of my Soul Remedy membership and all the perks that come along with that. Let's connect and create more of a conversation around intuitive living. I really enjoy this time with you guys, and I look forward to providing more content and episodes in the future. Until then, take good care.